Welcome to the Get Healthier Podcast with Rena Jadhav, who's on a quest to uncover breakthroughs and cures in living longer, healthier, and happier. Genetic testing, stem cells, rattling, talking to Silicon Valley geniuses and the best doctors in the world about the hottest products and programs to make you live an amazingly joyful life. Are you ready? Now, here's your host, Rena. Dr. Joel, I think you've talked about the importance of gratitude in the past, right? Yeah, I mean, there's gratitude, there's concern, and then there's sadness because there are quite a few people. You're seeing it in your arena, and uh, I don't know why. Well, we kind of have a theory why Detroit. I mean, New York is obviously the hotbed, but New Orleans, but Detroit is like number three or four. So I've got peers, friends, colleagues, surgeons, nurses, cardiologists, nutritionists. They've been either in the ICU and not clear they're going to make it or they're home, but they had a rough time. I mean, nobody can compare this to the flu. I mean, you never can say the flu is not serious, but we never built tent camp hospitals for the flu. And uh, this is every day you wake up and you're breathing and you don't have a fever and you don't have myalgias and you don't have an oxygen level of 85% uh, because, again, it's just in the last week I've had probably a dozen friends that are, you know, feeling horrible. Most of them trying to stay home, but they seem to really feel bad. And again, and of course, there's asymptomatic people too. So I agree. Uh, this is a little shout out. I do have a podcast called Heart.VIP, and I have a YouTube channel in my name. I took a two-month break from YouTube, but I found it even tougher place than Twitter. Twitter is uh, Instagram's all puppies. Twitter is all uh, wrestling and fighting and name slinging and uh, YouTube got like that but anyways I'm back on YouTube partly because I have the time partly because people are, are looking for content the point of saying that wasn't so much a commercial about my podcast Heart Dog VIP but I actually did both today the YouTube and the podcast on a meditative practice uh, that takes 12 minutes called let me, let me just talk about it for a minute you certainly can Go listen to my 24-minute podcast if you want, or uh, YouTube. But, um, you know, Rita, I don't know if you grew up with meditation. I, I did not grow up with meditation. Not at all. Yeah, not my at parents all. still don't meditate. They find it very bizarre that I do. You know, maybe a couple generations back in the old country, maybe. I mean, exactly. Not it's not the generation. My parents' time, it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, exactly. Not everybody from India probably meditates. and. Not everybody Jewish likes chicken soup, so there's no, uh, you know, complete analysis. At any rate, I didn't grow up in meditating, and along the way, and both by training and Dr. Dean Ornish as an influence and all that, uh, I went through transcendental meditation training, and I've done that on and off, and 20 minutes twice a day. Ideally, there's that funny statement, if you don't have 20 minutes twice a day to meditate, you probably ought to do an hour twice a day because your life is too stressed. Uh, there's some truth to that, and little of John Kabat-Zinn mindfulness meditation. Some people know that MBSR, mindfulness-based stress reduction, kind of a non-religious, non-mantra awareness. And, uh, you know, walking meditation, tic-tac-nan. At any rate, about nine years ago, I bumped into a form of meditation, hello, called the Kirtan Kriya. How many people have ever heard of the Kirtan Kriya? Anybody? No. Okay, well, good. So it goes, it's often called KKM, Kirtan Kriya Meditation. 
But the reason I found out about it, there is actually there's a number of maybe a hundred scientific publications on transcendental meditation. You know, the kind of good science. The favorite one I'll give a shout out to. You know, and if you've never done it, transcendental meditation will cost you generally about nine hundred dollars. Uh, I doubt they're open now because it's person to person. You have a teacher, usually in a little office building. Uh, you go four nights in a row for maybe 90 to 120 minutes. At some point, there's a little ceremony. You get your mantra. It's not religious. There is some symbolism. You'll see a little Buddha hair and a little incense there. Uh, it's all wonderful. And, you know, and then you go on and you try and keep your mind clear, whether you're successful or not, using your own personal secret mantra. And it worked for the Beatles, and it works for Jerry Seinfeld, and it works for Howard Stern, and uh, it works for a lot of people. And it has actually a lot of science. My favorite science study for Transcendental Meditation was published in 2012 by, there's actually something called the Maharishi Institute in mm -hmm. Iowa. And it's part or affiliated with, uh, uh, I think it's University of Iowa, and a very famous cardiologist named Robert Schneider. And Andrew, he took about 200 people that had a heart attack, and they were going through the rehab, the physical rehab after heart attack. Half of them were taught transcendental meditation and exercise, half were just taught exercise. And they followed those people for five years, and it was what we call like a randomized study. And at five years, the incidence, the chance of having a second heart attack, an emergency room, a stent after your first heart attack was 50% lower if you learn transcendental meditation wow. and exercise. So there's rarely a medicine that has that kind of power. And wow. you, know, you can't laugh at transcendental meditation when you see that kind of impact. Yet, not everybody wants to do four days, not everybody wants to spend 900 to $1,000. And uh, not everybody wants to spend 20 minutes twice a day. So when I went back to some university training about eight, nine years ago, I learned about this Kirtan Kriya meditation. There is a physician in Tucson by the name of D.S. Khalsa. Now, when your last name's Khalsa. Oh, you're yeah, D.S. Khalsa, of course, yes. A neurologist. Yes. And uh, I don't believe he grew up in the Sikh tradition. I think he yeah. adopted the Sikh tradition. Yeah. I think he's a Jewish boy by his looks. Yeah, uh, he is. <laughs> allowed to change, just like uh, Krishna Das, the famous uh, yes. musician. At any rate, but um, he's got an Alzheimer's prevention foundation and practice and has put out a couple good books. I think I even have one around here. One's called Food is Medicine. One's called Meditation is Medicine. They're pretty nice books. But what, I, what caught my eye is he uses this 12-minute meditation called KKM, Kirtan Kriya Singing Yoga, or Yoga Singing Meditation. And all it is, there's only three steps, but I'll tell you why I like it. But let me tell you why I like it first. He's been studying people that either have early memory problems okay. or are high-stress people, people whose parents have Alzheimer's. And if your parents have Alzheimer's, you're pretty high-stress. And half of them, in, in probably about 20 studies, just listen to music 12 minutes a day, Mozart, Beethoven. And half of them get taught this simple KKM meditation, I'll tell you in a minute. And he does formal studies on maybe memory, mood, affect, but he's done PET scans of the brain and spec scans of the brain. He's done, they're called telomerase evaluations yeah. of actually aging. He's done inflammatory markers and immune markers and whatever it is. Music helps, but this 
meditative practice helps more. And he's been able to document wow. like, really interesting scientific way. If you've got 12 minutes, you don't really have to spend $1,000. You don't have to necessarily you know, have a secret mantra. There's nothing wrong with that. So all it is is really you sit in a chair upright, and then you, uh, you close your eyes. You imagine, and I don't know why, that there's like an energy coming through the top of your head and out your forehead, probably so you don't get distracted. That's the one thing you think about. You take your fingers, thumb to the first finger, and you go first finger, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, and then you repeat, always starting with first finger, second finger, third. That's called a mudra, if you know that. But while you do that, everybody says the same mantra. It's sa-ta-na-ma. Very simple musical. Almost in a singing way. Sa-ta-na-ma. And I won't offend your eardrums, but there is a nice MP3 recording for free on his website. So for two minutes, you sing that kind of out loud in your normal voice. For two minutes, you kind of whisper it. For four minutes, you do it, but you don't say it out loud. And then for two minutes, you whisper it. And for two minutes, you say it in a normal tone. So it's 12 minutes, two, two, four, two, two. And it's simple. And if there weren't science, you might say, you know, it's another wacko tool. How can this possibly work exactly? Exactly. And, you know, I don't know that we know how it works, but we know what it does in terms of immune function, inflammation, memory, mood, uh, brain flow, and brain metabolism. That's pretty strong suit of cards to put up about you know such a simple technique so i was i just came on i was in my sauna for just only 20 minutes it's all the time i was able to get but that 20 minutes means i got 12 minutes to do kkm and eight minutes to uh listen to a little italian rock music which i finished up with in fact when you finish the 12 minutes uh you're supposed to you know kind of stretch and do one final breath and you're done but anybody can learn it it's literally, there's a one-page handout, one-page PDF. It's alzheimersprevention.org. There's no apostrophe. So a lot of people call it old-timers, which is sort of a funny use of the word doctor. There was a Dr. Alzheimer. Okay. So he'd probably prefer we spell his name in the family tradition. We have a question. Is that Dr. Dharma Singh Khalsa? I know it's DS Khalsa. Do you know if the DS stands for Dharma Singh? Yes, it does, it does, it does. Okay, okay, yes, so yes, that is. Yeah, Dharma Singh Khalsa, he's an MD, uh, very dynamic. He's had an online training to become a brain memory teacher, but I don't know why, with Corona, they just, I was going to do it, actually, Uh, and they they put it on hold. You'd think there'd be more interest to do it right now. (laughs) It's a very good website, alzheimerprevention.org, whether, you know, and his books are interesting. So, um, you know, it's a night. Everybody needs a tool. I mean, right now, I don't know where you guys live. Like I say, New York City, New Jersey, Miami, New Orleans, you know, L.A. to some degree. Uh, you know, Seattle, San Francisco haven't exploded. Detroit is Why do you think Detroit is? Um, Yeah, some people have said with the automotive industry, so many people were flying in and out in January, February, and a lot come from, I can't say the Orient anymore. My 26-year-old daughter says it is very wrong to use the word Orient. I'm not sure I understand why, because the Orient Express is a pretty classy train and all the rest. But anyways, from, uh, you know, we have a lot of people come from China and India. I think they brought it to us. There's a lot of density. There's a lot of poverty. Um, 
there are a whole lot of people not social distancing. <laughs> That's, I think the crux is where we're seeing the explosions is where we weren't able to clamp down fast enough. And, um, yeah, and whether, you know, it'll, it'll play in Peoria and it'll play in St. Louis and it'll play in Tucson and Phoenix. It is, it, it's there, but it's not jam. Our hospitals are jammed. In fact, they're opening next week. There's uh, two convention halls. They're both three, four, five hundred thousand square feet. Of course, there's no conventions. Everything's been canceled. They've both been turned into field hospitals like the wow. Civil War. I mean, nobody's ever seen anything like this because yeah. that's the number of people that they're dealing with. So do, do all the rules, you know, distance. I mean, we had a warm day. It was 60 degrees and sunny in Detroit today. And, you know, one of the nicest days in the spring. And everybody was outside, and you know, it was like everywhere. <laughs> I can't, I can understand it. They're not at work, and it's a beautiful day, but you know, the sidewalks were jammed, and most people were respectful of stepping outside so next person could go by. But yeah, you really don't want somebody sneezing or coughing, or you know, air, is anybody flying anymore? I mean, no one should be flying. You know, it doesn't matter if somebody sneezes in row 32. I mean, it's going up in the vent and it's recirculating and this little bugger might be able to survive all that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What I about think. masks? So just yesterday, right, there was um, everybody needs to wear masks all the time. And by the way, I am. So um, we have a WhatsApp group where I'm pretty vocal about everybody. Uh, you know, this is those. actually was able to buy this on Amazon. These are the cheapest of surgical masks, but still, it's not perfect. Yeah, I but it's something, right? It's a mask. N95s at home, but and it doesn't matter if it's a bandana. There's a very funny meme going around about a guy in the grocery store with his underwear over his head, you know, his eyes peeking out the, the front. I mean, it probably doesn't matter. It's better than nothing if you yeah. just to be standing next to somebody you don't realize is there and they cough or sneeze or something. And then the whole thing about touching your face. So, yeah. you know, gloves in the store or, you know, what we've been doing is first thing we do when we walk in the grocery store, go to the produce department, get two plastic bags. I just put them on my hands. Um, you know, if I don't have, and uh, it does the job. Although yeah. I don't know about you, my grocery stores are actually swabbing down all the carts. Yeah, they are. They are, but I've just taken a harsher stand on that, which is no grocery shopping, yeah, only getting delivers, and deliveries need to stay outside for three days. Like I'm taking this, I think. Well, good for you. Very seriously, because I feel like the box in, but, uh, we're opening the boxes and leaving them outside. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're doing it all, and uh, we're doing a couple of other I'm things. Sure you, I might run. A couple of rooms across my house and back in a minute. I want to show you something pretty cool in a minute. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I know we've, we've got a bunch of questions outlined okay. for you today. Go so for the it. first one being, for those with, with heart condition, what are your recommendations to not end up with a cytokine storm? And so it's a very right. specific question. There's a fear of cytokine storm, yeah. overreaction of the immune system. So what, what can people do? Sophisticated question. I mean, we don't really, I mean, so first a heart patient. And it seems that heart patients are at risk and people with a history of hypertension, high blood pressure, which is sort of a heart patient, are at risk. We, there's complete um, lack of agreement if the medications that a high blood pressure patient takes 
particularly the ACE inhibitors like lisinopril and the ARBs, angiotensin receptor blockers like losartan, are they a disadvantage and put you at risk? Or are they actually an advantage and put you at a lower risk? I mean, that's a pretty different spectrum. And Absolutely. The, liter the literature is completely split because there isn't really science. There's just the observation okay. that people with high blood pressure constitute a little higher portion of serious cases than we would have thought. And these are the two most commonly used drugs, ACE inhibitors and angiotensin yeah. receptor blockers. But the, there is a theory they may actually be protective. And I think 20 medical societies in the last two weeks have said, don't stop, don't stop. I mean, if you stop your medicine on your own and your blood pressure spikes, it's not good for you. You could even end up in the scary emergency room. Um, you can ask your medical team if there's a substitute. It's not very simple uh, to find a substitute. You don't know that it's going to work well. So if you're well controlled, uh, that's just the blood pressure issue. We have to keep up to date. There may be new findings right now. You know, heart patients could have had a heart attack. Oops. Could have had a uh, bypass a stent. Uh, they could be young. They could be old. Uh, you know, one of the factors that's been mentioned just recently in why, for example, people are saying why is the death rate in New Orleans per capita higher mm -hmm. than the death rate in New York for the same mm -hmm. disease? Obesity is coming up, and whether that reflects some impairment of the immune system or high blood sugar or the diseases that obesity can be associated with, diabetes and heart diseases, and clear. So, I mean, if you already have the disease, it's always the best thing, prevent, prevent, prevent. Uh, but we don't have time to completely institute that. Uh, but if you have heart disease, you want to double down on isolation and washing and, um, and those things you can do. And this is, and we all know it's the key, which is a good night's sleep. It's stressful times. And whether it is an Epsom salt bath or a sauna or lavender essential oil or uh, hemp oil or melatonin. Let me come back to melatonin in a minute. But you know, do everything again and get a good night's sleep. Don't eat garbage. Don't eat. You know, you may be doing carry out. There isn't any real data that carry out's unsafe. It's just that carry out isn't very healthy generally. Um, you know, it's not Jets pizza and you know a twenty four ounce Coke. That's not going to do it. Eat giant salads. Eat fresh fruit. Um, juice green juice if you want. But you know, up your game. Right now, get your walks in or get your stretches in or walk the treadmill or do something physically active that doesn't hurt you. And uh, the stress reduction, something like the Kirtan Kriya or a simple breathing exercise. Um, you know, I don't think there's too much. Else. Of course, every heart patient should work on the concept that it's possible for some heart diseases. And usually when I deal with clogged arteries, that the concept of disease reversal of type 2 diabetes, this might be the best time to go watch Forks Over Knives on Netflix or What the Health on Netflix. I love the shares you did. Yeah, those were some good shares, some really good documentaries. You know, go read Dr. Ornish's new book, Undo It, or my book, The Plant-Based Solution. Mm -hmm. You know, this might be the best time to say, look, at, I'm kind of hunkered in. What if I came out of this healthier than when I yeah. was? A lot of us are challenged and it's going to be the other way because the freezer is right there and it's got the ice cream and the frozen chocolate cake. But That's the least of our issues, Dr. Joel. Alcohol sales are up by 55%. I'm more worried we're going to come out alcoholics. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, it be one giant party, one Mardi Gras uh, at home. And I didn't hear that number. Um, 
Uh, yeah, a little red wine has been mentioned, actually. It's probably a safe choice, but it's always a question, what's a little? You know, and is your glass this big or this big? Well, heart patients need to be cautious. What can you do to prevent your question of cytokine storm? Nobody knows. So I was going to mention that. There's, I've been really, because of my background in more natural cardiology than most cardiologists, I've been reading and reading and reading and podcasts and podcasts. And is there hardcore science? Just recently there is. So funny story, I'm a little involved with an IV infusion center in a nice neighborhood of suburban Detroit where you plunk down a couple hundred dollars to get a cocktail, maybe something called a Myers cocktail intravenous or vitamin C or an immune cocktail. Well, this was all percolating along until six weeks ago. And yeah. now the interest is very high. And I've reached out and reading, reading, reading the idea can vitamin C, which you can take orally and get a blood level, but intravenous vitamin C is very safe and you're going to get more predictable, very high blood level. It does vitamin C have antiviral activity? Does vitamin C suppress the cytokine storm? Right. Just recently, there's about three or four hospitals in the United States and at least three that are very academic university hospitals that are put out protocols. And I just kind of saw this a couple of days ago. I emailed all the authors, uh, professors, ones that had a critical care, ones that had anesthesia, University of Wisconsin, East Virginia. They all answered back uh, in interest, shared all their protocols with me, which is so nice. I've wow. sent them, everybody, again, I'll send them to you, Rena. They're really like we'll share it out. critical care protocols involving in intravenous vitamin C. We don't know for sure it helps. I can tell you it's safe. It's inexpensive compared to ICU care. It's inexpensive. But... Um, so one of them, uh, a professor at East Virginia Medical School in Norfolk, published something, and I'll share it. I'll put it on uh, Heal Circle uh, probably tomorrow morning. But his protocol, if I can recall it, for just the general person wanting to be healthy, and he recognizes, I can't prove this, but my research shows, is um, zinc, and he mentioned 50 milligrams. Most wow. of us talk about it's a high dose. 20, 15 milligrams. He mentioned 50 for the next two months. Then you got to come back. Okay. Um, good luck finding 50 milligrams of zinc in online or at your local store. People have been on top of this topic for a yeah. while. You can get those little cough drops. They have zinc. They have about eight milligrams. Yeah. And some multivitamins have eight milligrams or 10. So 40 to 50 is a bit of a challenge to find. Um, what form of zinc do you like? I have some friends. They're in L.A. and Detroit that have a, a company called The, I don't own it, so TheVitalPlant.com, T-H-E-V-I-T-L Plant. And they have one product. It's called EBV Plus, EBV Plus, an immune booster. But two capsules have 50 milligrams of zinc along with some elderberry and vitamin C. So if you can't find it, that might be, I think they're still shipping and pretty rich in product. Um, so zinc, um, actually, magnesium. Yeah, so I have a question for you on, on zinc. Yeah. Um, I actually went on Amazon and found a liquid zinc, ionic zinc, and, and it is available and they're shipping. I saw that too. Um, I don't know. Does it matter? Yeah. There's this, there's this crazy doctor in, uh, right outside New York City who's claiming he's treated over 700 people with very severe coronavirus and has had zero deaths and zero kind of serious complications and he's using 200 milligrams of zinc these are sick people wow. for about five days 
And particularly, I think zinc lactate. Well, I haven't been able to find zinc lactate. I found zinc picillinate, mm -hmm. zinc gluconate. And my reading said, don't buy zinc oxide. Zinc oxide is what you use for sunburn and, you know, such. So, but apparently it's out there. Um, but that liquid should be fine. Nobody knows. Okay. There is such a thing as a zinc blood level. I do it on some patients, but, you know, you don't need to do it. And you probably don't want to go to a lab right now. Magnesium's being mentioned, 500 milligrams. I'm a, I got, I have vitamin stash all over the house. Magnesium glycinate. You know, this is ah. 20, 20 bucks on Amazon. It can help you sleep better, poop better, no migraines, stop your skip beats. Uh, if you got kidney disease, you don't want to necessarily pound it down. Uh, there were other things that protocol. Vitamin D. He mentioned two to 4,000 international units of vitamin D a day. A lot of people are vitamin D deficient. I can tell you that because I drop blood tests on everybody extensively. And two to 4,000 is not going to hurt anybody. You might be on a multivitamin with 2,000 IU. You might not. Uh, that's still pretty, very cheap and easy to get. Um, um, the one, and I know for sure the last one, there's one other. I'm just blanking on which one. But there's one called quercetin. Most people yeah. have never heard of quercetin, Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. I use it when I had my big crisis because apparently it um, helps with hives or it helps with... Yeah, it's a big-time allergy. It's in a lot of natural allergy preps, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant. comes in apples, oranges, uh, apples, uh, onions, and garlic. Mm -hmm. um, really good thing. But uh, I only heard about it. You know who I'm talking about, Dave Asprey. Yeah was on a podcast the other day talking about, I'm just looking up, I don't want to miss because there's one other component of this cocktail. I have it on my phone. But Dave Asprey was talking about quercetin. I said, whoa, I love it. There's a lot of cardiovascular benefit and safety to quercetin. I just hadn't heard it mentioned for corona. Uh, and all of a sudden, this professor at East Virginia put it on his list. I said, that is very cool. Yeah, I found the list. Um, and there's two things I forgot. But quercetin, 500 milligrams a day, that is getting hard to find uh, mm -hmm. online, quercetin. Um, it is in some, you, you might be able to go to your health food store if you're brave enough to walk in or online. It's in some natural allergy preparations, quercetin. It sometimes comes with something called bromelain, which is yep. from pineapples. It's an enzyme, and you can buy quercetin with bromelain. It's not going to hurt anything. So the two others, and I knew uh, I forgot, was vitamin C orally and, you know, and people say well you don't absorb it very well well the data is if you take a little bit 250 milligrams you absorb almost all of it if you take 2500 you might only absorb half of it well that's still more than all of 250 and if you take vitamin c three four times a day 500 milligrams twice a day three times a day which is what he recommends uh, there's some pretty good data about antiviral activity maybe cytokine storm suppression the last one interesting is melatonin at night. Anybody who treats cancer in a more natural way, and I'm a heart doctor, but I refer back and forth, um, they use 10 to 20 milligrams of melatonin in breast cancer patients, lymphoma patients. It has the ability to activate the immune system to find bad guys and kill bad guys like cancer cells. It's a pretty simple way to describe it. At that it. number though, it does make you see your dead relatives. I just have to tell everybody that. Ha! Um, and if people take 20 milligrams of melatonin, they're awake all day. I mean, it's amazing, but oh, it, it does have crazy hallucinogenic 
um, on some people. One like milligram me. of melatonin a night, which is not a high dose, may alter the immune system cytokine store. So that's the protocol. Vitamin C, zinc, magnesium, D, and uh, quercetin. And I was impressed because this is the kind of list I'd put together as an oddball kind of natural-oriented physician. And here's a academic guy spreading it all over the country. So it'll be interesting to see. And beyond that, we don't know. I mean, you could go get, if you had some early symptoms, if you can find somebody give you IV vitamin C, 10 grams, 15 grams. But they're not going to let you in if you have a fever, most likely. Mm -hmm. There are some not letting anybody in anymore. We've treated, we treated a CCU nurse today at home who was sick, and we treated a cardiologist two days ago who was sick because I know them, I wanted to be kind. We sent a nurse with a hazmat suit literally to their homes, and the, the cardiologist turned around in 24 hours. He took a miracle the way he got Wow. Home. Hopefully I'll hear the same thing about the CCU nurse and another Just friend. Just the vitamin C. Yeah. These, you know, these aren't, Enormous doses, but these are serious doses of IV vitamin C. It takes about 30 minutes. There's no risk. No risk. I cost you $190, but there's no risk. That was one of my questions. So we do have a request from the audience that could you put this list for us um, on Heal Circles? Uh, just here's Dr. Joel's cocktail. Dr. Joel's Corona cocktail. Dr. Merrick's. Cocktail, I'll give him credit when I put it there, okay? Okay, unless you're going to add something of your own, in which case, yes. No, I'm pretty, I'd rather take the liability off of me and put it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, am I doing anything else? Yeah, I'm doing, you know, you got me in trouble, Rena. I mentioned on social media a few times silver. Uh, and man, I got beat up for ever mentioning silver. Silver is serious. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was backlash, like talking about vaccines or feeding dogs vegan food. If you want to get people pissed off on social media, say you feed your dog vegan food, and uh, they come after you with knives. That's crazy because you know historically Indians have so much science around silver being used as an so antiviral. Know that, but you know, there's a two, there's a 200, there's a 2000 year history of using silver to treat wounds and infections. Yeah. Yeah. And there have been some problems with purity and Absolutely. oil salesmen. And there is a toxicity called Argeria. Yep. But there's two or three top brand companies exactly. that are 99% you know, pure and FDA approved, and they're not in any hot water. Um, is there any data that silver kills viruses? Sure. In yeah, flu, there is. Flu and RSV, respiratory sensation virus. But it is not part of any current protocols, good or bad, so it's an individual decision. Um, I mean, there's a couple other. There's, you know, mushrooms, dried mushroom preps like my favorite. I'm sorry, I'm reaching over to my private stash. Turkey tail mushrooms, which my favorite company, Host Defense. That's my that they alter immune properties, but you're not seeing university people talk about mushroom preps. And but Host Defense is a really good company, and yeah, uh, good company. I they, use their uh, my community liquid tincture, and um, I, I I love it. Um, so you've got mushrooms. So we've got another question from the audience. Um, so, oh, um, 
what three companies? So yes, Pat, there will be a list. We will put the list out. And uh, the name of the meditation was it was uh, KK KKM Kirtan Kriya Meditation. I'll post something on it. And then um, uh, there's a question: What three companies? Uh, I think she's referring to the three companies that you're recommending for um, quality supplements. I mean, just random. I mean, if if you have access, but you won't be able to order too easily. Orthomolecular products, but that's usually mm -hmm. physician only. Um, you won't find them on, you know, Amazon. They they shut that down. Designs for Health is a great one, but you'll find that on Amazon. Thorn mm -hmm. is a great one. You'll find that on Amazon. A lot of people like Pure because like their their capsules have very little other than the vitamin. They don't have many fillers. That's my favorite. These are metagenics. Uh, these are the top dogs out there. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, because we're getting some questions around, um, in terms of patients and cures, of course, everyone's fear is that I'm going to be one of those statistics that doesn't make it. Right. And of course, one of the things we can all do is strengthen our immune system. Dr. Jill's going to post a list. In addition to that, what treatment are you feeling pretty confident? Because there's all this drama around chloroquine. You know, Trump is saying it's the best. Fauci says, stop saying that. So it's pretty much, it's interesting. 10 days ago, that was what you said was true. 10 days later, doctors are using hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin, the z pack But they're using, that's, that's almost exclusively inpatient sick people. But they're using it. Um, some, if you're really sick, are using steroids. Um, some aren't. Some think the steroids might let the virus replicate more. Some think the steroids are helping the lungs. There is, again, less on preliminary data, steroids plus vitamin C intravenous. But that's, again, you're in the ICU. If I was in an ICU, God forbid, on a ventilator, I would be writing on a piece of paper because you can't have any family around hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, IV, vitamin C. But probably it's better to write that about three, four days before you get intubated. Um, but beyond that, there's no miracle drug beyond that. I mean, okay. But you're a fan of the Z-Pack. Right the one that Trump talked about, uh, politics aside, I mean, is the one being used. And then the outliers, as I say, are steroids and IV, vitamin C. But boy, I would beg. IV vitamin C if I were sick. Okay. Okay. That's really good to know. What about the plasma treatment that some, there's yeah. some news here and there about it. They're testing well, it. Other, they, you know, there's this little uh, request. If you've got the virus, you've recovered, you're totally well, go donate your plasma and maybe we can infuse it. I don't know if anybody actually, I mean, I know people that are donating, but I don't know anybody that's actually got a program yet to infuse it. Into you. There is, there is someone being tested right now critically ill patient, they're testing. This was in the news yesterday, and I think we're all waiting abatedly to hear how this patient turned out, but there isn't any news yet. Probably Peter Thiel from PayPal. He's the guy that likes to get the blood from young people. He had started a company <laughs> and got shut down for that, for anti-aging. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got some pretty interesting characters down here in, in yep. Silicon Valley. Um. Okay, so so you haven't heard anything about the plasma treatment, the treatments that are being actually receiving it with any kind of story of success. No. How long do you think this is going to 
continue until we can go back to some semblance of normalcy. I don't think we'll ever go back to the original. Where do you get your advice? I uh, listened to Ben Shapiro this morning. I don't listen to Ben Shapiro podcast very often, you know, maybe once a week, but that was the topic this morning, you know. Um, the best projections are coming out of Washington, I think Seattle, and they're projecting through end of August and, you know, that there'll be normalcy by them, but they're not projecting after August and there's a concern there might be a recurrence. So is it going to be the end of this month? Is it going to go into the end of May? A lot of people are thinking, you know, it's about June 1. But I don't know, you know, are you going back to a gym and sharing sweaty equipment with all the other people? Are you sitting in a movie theater and eating popcorn next to other people? Uh, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, you're going to a concert and then the mosh pit to see. Not you. a chance. Not a chance. Not till there's a vaccine, boy. Not a chance. And, and we know vaccines are never 100%. I, I have some buddies that own Live Nation. You talk about a, a business that you really wonder what will happen to concerts. Are they all going to be virtual and we'll buy tickets and watch you know, uh, Billy Eilish, uh, you know, sing and we'll do it on her phone and we'll have exclusive input. I mean, there, there's a lot of situations like that, that you you know, let alone restaurants, of course. And this yeah. all ha- is based on the premise, Dr. Joel, that eventually we are all going to get it. Do you agree with that? Uh, that you know, eventually- I don't know. I mean, again, I wonder about that. Would, you know, everybody would like to say, give me a mild case. Let me get an antibody and immune response and I'm done. I mean, I uh, was on a cruise end of February. And you uh, got really sick and you got me really yeah, worried. I was sick for like three and a half weeks because the airplane ride back, everybody was coughing. I don't know what I, actually, I did get swabbed and I was positive for flu, so I didn't get the corona swab. Uh, right, so do I have an antibody? There is no test yet. They're coming out to see if you're now antibody protected, you know, like, You've had chicken pox and now there's right. an antibody that you've created. So, well, you know, I think we'll be doing that to see if we, some of us can go back to work as the protected party, yeah. a little less protection, but that, you know, right now the swab is not for those that are through the virus and have antibodies to protect us, but we will soon. So I don't know. I, I, like everybody's talking, I think society, we're going to be wearing masks for a while. We're washing our hands. Oh, my God. Thank God for that. Hot um, water and soap, baby. Yeah. Doesn't a, get more complicated. a little soap bottle that I saw in a friend of mine in Phoenix. He's got a good sense of humor. Probably 15 years ago, which, if the soap bottle has a sticker and it says, maybe you touched your genitals with a question mark. <laughs> so, I mean, it always just like, I know women don't get it, but guys don't wash their hands. It's like, I hope the percentage will go up from 15% to maybe 50%. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't hear this. I didn't hear no, this. Very interesting. <laughs> but I think now people will be giving those people, you know, what are you doing? You know, society yes. will. Yes. Let's yeah, each other virtual, remind each other. Uh, virtual medical visits. You know, I don't know if they're going to allow these current laws that I can consult on a patient in another state and do it by phone. I, I do that, but uh, it wasn't clear if it was within the law or slightly outside, but now it's totally appropriate. So if you have the opportunity, man, why do you want to waste your time in a waiting room for two hours? Absolutely. For a simple visit, you can just pop on Absolutely. the screen and say, 
show me your rash. I mean, you know, with proper technology, a lot of visits can be virtual. We have a lot of companies that are going to create this sort of health at home movement with the doctor coming to you at home, your pill dispensers that will custom print 3D based on your full imprint. I mean, there's such exciting stuff that's coming out. I went to Peter Diamantis's book release, um, Future is Faster Than You Think, and it's just really exciting. And I think this episode, this pandemic is going to accelerate what might have taken two, three years, five years is going to get pulled in. So um, there's definitely a new world order coming. We have a bunch of questions. I'm going to quickly go through these. One, what are the best kind of mushrooms to eat? What's for this particular... This particular case. Mushrooms, I mean, we talk about maitake. Shaga, you don't make a tincture of shaga or a tea of shaga, C-A-J-G. I love shaga, yeah. Yeah, there are shaga capsules. I'll just, Mm -hmm. uh, that's not eating them, but there's, I'm a crazy guy. There's shaga capsules. I actually buy the full thing. I, they look like rocks, and then I brew it all night as a Yeah, tea. right. The rocks are pretty cool. I agree. Um, maitake, shiitake, shaga. Um, there you can find turkey tail. I mean, but the simple white button cap mushroom you find in a grocery store, the data in breast cancer, that women that have had breast cancer eat white button, white button cap mushrooms have a very low rate of recurrent breast cancer because of something called beta-glucans that affect your immune system. So if you got just plain button cap white mushrooms, go for it, you know, in your food, in your, some raw, you know, you want to eat some raw in a salad and want to saute some, that's fine. And they're a good source of vitamin D. Data that mushrooms prevent corona, but they are amongst the healthiest of foods. Definitely. Uh, Next question, how do you, so I think the challenge, I mean, the, I'm going to summarize the next question. The challenge is there's so many supplements. And yeah. how do you, so the question really is, is it an overload? How do you decide what to take, when to take? Do you take it every day? Do you alternate? Is there a risk of putting the immune system in overdrive? If- you know, that, these are good questions, and that is possible. I mean, uh, for example, I was listening to a podcast four or five days ago, David Sinclair, the PhD yeah. at Harvard. Resveratrol may increase the number of ACE2 receptors in your airway. But we don't know if that's good or bad. But, you know, the fact that it does, it might not be a good time to take resveratrol. So I'll send you the list. Probably these four or five would be enough to concentrate on. Okay. I do take supplements and I take more than four or five a day. Okay. Um, do you ever take a break? I know when I'm taking them, but it's sometimes very hard to assess, you know, what are they doing? You know, vitamin D, there's a blood level. Vitamin B12, there's a blood level. Actually, you can do blood levels for C and E and thiamine A, but uh, turkey tail, there's no blood level for turkey tail. So maybe keeping the list consistent but not too long right now would be a good idea do you take a break like i'll take a day off where i just don't take any mineral any supplement at all do you do that do you well, take I sleep I don't take any. sorry <laughs> well, I, I, I i i do because i really don't have health problems and i'm taking okay. for some kind of insurance backup kind of health thing i do rotate for i don't take most things i don't take every day like you okay. said 
Dr. And to put a little science on it, there's a book out there that I love called The Longevity Diet by yeah. Paul Longo. And, you know, he did, he's about as scientific as anybody in the world. And he talks about multivitamins, maybe take them every other day. And his attitude is a little bit will help you, too much might hurt you. So he comes up with a compromise. I mean, he's one of the brightest minds yeah. in the world. And, you know, it indicates we really don't know everything about all these issues. And we're all unique, you know, we're each a snowflake and to make generalizations, which is the other thing that always concerns me is when they say, take this dosage, should me, I mean, I'm a different weight and size and height than my husband, my metabolism's different. How can he and I be taking the exact same dosage? So um, I always have the dosage that people say to take because I just know I'm a smaller person and I know the way my body reacts, that I don't need a lot, I just need a little. And so I think it's real important for people to listen to their bodies. Um, in terms of not just bli- you know, blanket following uh, the recommendations. Okay, okay, we have a question. How about the plasma from all the Navy ship guys? Oh. The Navy ship guys, I mean. Plasma. The same, it's sort of the same topic. You're talking people that had the virus and have recovered. Yeah, so I think it's, it's provocative and maybe we'll be able to, you know, um, I, they were, I mean, I've, I've listened a little bit to it, that maybe one person might be able to treat 20 other people. I mean, it's an industry that has to be developed. Of course, yeah. we have to check, just like blood donations and blood transfusions, you certainly want that sample checked for hepatitis yeah. and for AIDS and for you know, other transmissible diseases. But yeah. if somebody can figure that out, I, I know the blood banks right now are just so focused on trying to get some donors because there's yeah. a blood shortage. So uh, I don't know who's going to grab the bull by the horns to say we've got plasma to infuse in you or do it in the hospital. That's, I imagine it'll be done in the hospital for sicker people. Um, There's a question that's come in. Um, Are people with blood pressure and cholesterol considered high risk? Because I guess there's a whole thing, which is pre-existing conditions. Are they considered at high risk? Cholesterol, not so much. Blood pressure is showing up over and over. Yeah. And, you know, blood pressure is a real deal. We don't, we, you know, I think everybody needs a home blood pressure cuff. And you need to know how to check your home blood pressure. I didn't make a YouTube on that this week. You know, sit down, quiet, have it on your arm, not your wrist, three times in a row, maybe 30, 40 seconds between, and mainly focus on the third one. I mean, the sound of Velcro freaks a lot of people out. It's not just the white coat. It's Velcro hypertension. But uh, yeah, hypertension is associated. It doesn't mean it causes you to be more at risk, but there just are some people. Uh, statistically, there's more people with hypertension than you'd expect. Okay. What else do we need to have at home? Uh, someone mentioned an oximeter or an oxygen. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. You can get one of those finger oximeters, oximeter. Uh, twenty dollars, twenty-five dollars. You know, because one of the criteria, if you were to develop a fever, cough, or rigors, is if your oxygen levels are low, yeah, uh, like below ninety, you probably should go to an emergency room. And uh, some of my friends that have been trying to tough this out at home have been using uh, those kind of devices. Um, I, you know, I think you have to buy a dedicated device. I don't think there's a smartphone app. Oh, actually, there is. Oh, that's so cool. I'm, a, I'm involved with a company in Israel called Bina, B-I-N-A-H dot A-I. It's an artificial intelligence company. And I, 
don't know if you can access this yet, but just looking at your phone, it'll give you your oxygen saturation. It's the most really? amazing AI technology out there. I have it on my phone. I haven't done it a little bit, but I, uh, if I can find it, I How can How are they checking that just by looking? But I don't know. It's not in the app store yet. It's more of a corporate tool. It's called photoplethysmography, but they have developed a method that look, all you need to see is like the eyes and the eyebrows. Wow. We've actually done this on um, race car drivers and just seeing that little bit that shows, uh, you know, in their helmet, they can get heart rate, they can get um, uh, glucose through just the camera. It doesn't touch you. It's really phenomenal. So that is, there's quite a bit. If you want to follow them on LinkedIn, yes. B-I-N-A-H dot A-I, B-I-N-A-H dot A-I. They okay. post fascinating stuff, and they're talking a lot about Corona right now, and I'm just not finding their app. Oh, there. wow. We're, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Okay, we have another question. Are you seeing IV vitamin C used in outpatient setting to boost immunity? Well, a medical director of a boutique center that does that. And in fact, we've offered any healthcare worker in Detroit that's at risk, frontline, respiratory therapist, ER doc, a free infusion, you know, whatever they want, a uh, little bit of a lost leader. And uh, boy, it's totally booked up. Um, so we're seeing that. I mean, I've done a few and just recently. I've been medical director for a couple of years. I feel good. I haven't really rushed in to get many, but the data is coming out pretty good as a treatment modality. Now, most doctors wouldn't say that, but I've seen data that makes me say that. Preventive-wise, we don't know, but vitamin C, humans don't make. You orally absorb, but you there's a limit to how much you absorb. At some point, if you take too much, you get diarrhea. And intravenous is safe and well-absorbed, and there is antiviral activity to vitamin C. So uh, we don't know, you know, if we took a, a 100 ER docs and gave them IV vitamin C once a week and 100 ER docs, and we didn't, if there'd be a difference in the rate that they might be, you know, a, a contacting this disease. I don't know if that study's ever going to be done. There is a trial that's starting in Detroit this week I give my uh, colleagues credit, four or five hospitals. If you're an at-risk healthcare worker, an EMT, a fireman, a policeman, a ER nurse, uh, you know, half of them are gonna get hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin at a low dose and half are getting placebo. And they're talking about 3,000 people. It's a volunteer wow. thing. If you wanna be in the study, you can be in the study. So whether that will be a strategy that's prophylactic either for healthcare workers, which really they are at risk, there's a very moving piece published yesterday about 150, 250 healthcare workers who died around the world. And this professor, and that nurse, and this anesthesiologist, I mean, they've died. I mean, and, you know, yeah, some are 85, but some are 32. I mean, very, very, very moving. Some, you know, United States, a lot in Italy. But, uh, uh, we are starting to see a lot more younger people passing away. I mean, initially when this came out, uh, uh, it was meant to be. China and the Italy experience that it was 80 plus, but now, I mean, it's. We're seeing two-year-olds, five-year-olds, 20-year-olds. Five-year-olds. Five plus around here, I agree. 
do you, what is your sense? What do you think is the commonality between everyone who dies? Because it's clearly not age and it's clearly yeah. not just um, having yeah, a pre-existing uh, condition. It be whatever tri- I mean, there have been some CT scans of the lungs that show up on Twitter just as teaching examples. And I've never seen lungs like this. It's that apparently that cytokine storm and this re- immune reaction and just the lungs getting whiter and whiter and just full of inflammation and fluid. And I mean, you can't maintain an oxygen level if your lungs aren't you know, functioning. So, you know, you try all kinds of ventilator things. There's something called ECMO, E-C-M-O, which is like a life support of life supports. If you're on ECMO, your odds of surviving are really small. But so Maybe could not. it just be that genetically were you born with a strong... It might be. I know. Is it genetically? Is it the viral load? You know, one person gets it because somebody coughed five feet away and one person gets it because, you know, it was all over the place. Like that's, I mean, is it, uh, you know, one million viral contacts or 100,000 viral contacts? Don't know. Oh, I see. So there, that could play a yeah. as well. My, one of my suggestions has been... Why don't we take this time to strengthen our lungs? So by the way, anyone can Google on YouTube, lung strengthening breathing exercises. There's a t- couple of yoga things yeah. that are done for strengthening your lungs. In fact, one of the first steps of Bikram yoga is a kind of a, a breathing which builds your lung capacity. It's something simple that everybody can do twice a day. Because um, it clearly it's a lung-driven death. Yeah. So... Uh-huh. One of the things I would think, which I haven't heard many people talk about, is why don't you strengthen your lungs? Go but- for it. You lead the charge. You know, I just add the couple oddities are, you know, maybe people have seen the reports. There are people reporting that loss of smell is the first thing yes. they notice. And I know somebody that that was the case. And GI problems are starting yes. to show. There are ACE2 receptors in the GI tract, so the virus could bind there and there's diarrhea being reported and stomach pain when there's no cough, when there's you know, not necessarily a fever. So just a word to the wise. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have any more questions. Okay. Any parting advice for us? Eat healthy. I hope it matters. You know, I've focused so many years to talk about reversing type 2 diabetes and obesity and high blood pressure and cholesterol and heart disease and some cancers, prostate cancer, maybe breast cancer with nutrition. I mean, we really don't know that nutrition will prevent or minimize the you know, the extent of corona. We hope it does, but we don't know it. But I certainly would put my stock in there in faith and say, while you're at home, you know, it's not the cookies and the ice cream tub. It's sprouts, 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 more sprouts. And, uh, you know, I say sprouts because... Some people say purple cabbage is perhaps the healthiest plant on the planet, but others would argue that, uh, you know, and I actually just ordered, I used to grow sprouts in my house uh, in dirt, and now I ordered a couple sprouting bottles and broccoli seeds and lentils and chickpeas. I'm going to start sprouting, sprouting. I mean, there's plenty of time. They're yeah. really amazing What for a few pennies, how much of a living, nutrient-rich yeah enzyme-rich, vitamin-rich food that you can eat alone or just put them on a salad. So uh, go order up your sprouting bottles, your sprouting seeds, just buy organic ones. Uh, I just did a little uh, 
Instagram live last night with a friend of mine who's got a book out called The Sprout Book by Doug Evans. Uh, he, he's in Joshua Tree. He's hiding in the deserts of Joshua Tree. So, yeah. Good for All right. Were you going to show us something before you left us? Were you going to show us something in your home, I thought? Oh, here. Okay. If you guys hang around, you got to entertain them for about 60 seconds. Entertain them. Okay, then. <laughs> well, here's, here's a question that everyone can... Uh, can make a decision on right now. What is the one thing you're going to do based on Dr. Joel's recommendation today? Just one thing. So think of all the recommendations he made, right? In terms of not just supplements, but eating healthier, um, meditation. He gave us a specific example of a meditation. Take a moment and think about what is the one thing, because I want you to do one new thing based on this uh, conversation that we've had today. There's like 50, new, 50 new things today. <laughs> we got your meditation. We got KKM meditation. We got mushrooms and quercetin. Some people call it quercetin. All right. I am sure I am the weirdest cardiologist in the United States. This is a ozone generator. Ooh. Ozone, oxygen is O2. You know, you've heard that O2. Ozone is O3. In fact, this is called the O3 generator. Uh, it's made by a company. I'll tell you the name in a minute. But it literally, in the back, it sucks air in, which will have 21% O2. There's some machinery inside, including a light, that will break apart O2. So it comes out the front as O1. But okay. it immediately binds to the O2, so you get O3. Everybody's good at math. If you have O1 and O2 and they combine, you get O3, which is ozone. Ozone kills bacteria, fungi, parasites, and viruses. Oh. And it's interesting, so it's portable, it's chargeable here. It just goes in like every other device nowadays, same kind of apparatus as your phone. Um, you can put it in your car while you drive for 30 minutes and it will quickly fill your car with ozone and kill what's around. They recommend and put it in your infrared sauna if you have one, which I just did before I logged on. You can, I got a couple of them, I put one in my office and my desk, one in my kitchen and then in your bedroom. There actually, is, there's two buttons. So if I hold down, there's, uh, anyways, I can feel it vibrate. It's actually on right now. I can hear a fan and it's sucking air in and I can feel it out and that's ozonated air. And it's on the idea that it improves the purity of the air, but specifically improves the antiviral properties. And is that a filter? How does it work? It, it's not a filter. It's just creating, uh, it's splitting oxygen so it immediately exits and becomes ozone right in front of the Interesting. So there's, not there's nothing sure. to replace. There's not a filter. I can pretty much see a fan inside. What it's, is a little, it's a little in the world of the woo. Um, but there is. I mean, people are getting intravenous ozone. and People are injecting ozone in joints for various inflammatory and other disorders. But for about $150, I think that's what I paid for this, uh, I'm intrigued by it. And the What science, is it called? So the company is called Therasage, T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com. Because there's a lot of excitement on chat, so I'm going to write it down. Infrared saunas and a couple other cool things. But uh, this is their only ozone device. Okay. And um, I'm willing to go with the idea that maybe it'll be a health enhancer. 
Um, so it'll be on my desk and in my kitchen and on my nightstand. There's actually another button. Has anybody ever heard of grounding or earthing? Yes, I grounding. love grounding. Is this idea that you can walk barefoot by the ocean, barefoot in the grass. You can get the Earth's electric, mm -hmm. electric ion charge and heal some inflammation. So there's the second button uh, creates uh, ions that are equivalent to walking barefoot by the ocean since I don't have an ocean in Detroit. Oh, so, wow. Uh, and how, wait, so how does that work? You press the button and how do you grant? Yeah, the, the button, one button says ion, one button says O3. And the O3 will run for about, the ozone will run for about 30 minutes. Apparently the IM button will run for about four hours, so you might leave that on at night. How, how big of a room does it cover? Yeah, you know, um, it'll fill a car, a sauna, a small office quickly. Okay. Um, it won't completely fill your whole home, but, you know, uh, again, I'm going to kind of keep it around. Bedroom at night. During the day and bedroom at night, exactly. Yeah, yeah. wow, that's, that's the best actually, of all. It's so small and easy. It's got a 12-hour charge, too. It has a real good uh, lithium battery. Love it. People take these on airplanes, and while they're flying in the days when we used to do airplanes, you know, New York to L.A., just put it on your little stand, and people ask what you're doing. You just tell people, hey, I have a medical condition that purifies the air. Nobody's going to worry about it. I think this is one of those things we're going to all have to invest in and carry with us Use for a long time code, to come. They code DRJCon, but uh, that may be available by tomorrow. I just emailed because I, I think my patients are going to want this, and I'd like to save them a little bit of money. We so, missed that. So when should we check? Tomorrow? I'll, let you, I'll put it on, uh, on Heal Circle, uh, you know, for sure by Monday. It took a couple weeks. Like all these things, anything in the immune world, it's not shipping like it shipped you know, four months ago. Everything's taking a little longer. It took about two weeks to get these in. Now, this is great. Any other cute, wonderful things like this you're hiding, Dr. Cohn? My, my full body hazmat suit. No, nothing else. Awesome. All right. One I've last got question. all my secrets. Do you have protective equipment? Everyone's, there's been such a riot yeah. around these. Yeah. Not enough in the hospital. Not enough. The uh, nurses, I mean, you get a one N95 mask a week. You're supposed to reuse it. You know, some of us have bought others. But, and I'm not in the hospital anywhere near all the time, but for the nurses, the respiratory therapists, I mean, they're taking the same mask day after day after day. It's kind of like wearing the same underwear day after day. You don't really want to do that. Um, it's getting a little better. I mean, we've, we've actually, you know, companies like Ford and others are, you know, suddenly making masks and gowns. And right. they bought massive quantities from China. Uh, it's kind of, you know, we, we've got the problem from China when we got the answer from China. It's kind of like not fair. So, yeah, it's getting better. But it's abominable the last three weeks how medical students, residents, nurses, physical therapists, all the rest were going into rooms, maybe in a cloth gown, maybe nothing available. You know, you've seen garbage bags. I mean, it's just terrible. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much again, Dr. Thank Khan. You. Peace. Seclusion. Yes, isolation and, and hugs. Disinfected hugs. Lots of disinfected hugs. Stay healthy. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. And for the rest of you, make sure you tune in. We've got our live sessions Mondays and Fridays starting next week. We're going to have a Mondays and Fridays, 5.30 p.m. We're going to have some awesome guests. We hope to see you then.
stay safe, stay smiling. And hey, join us on HealedCircles.org. Uh, where a lot of the stuff is getting posted. And if you're not a member of Dr. Joel Kahn's um, circle, please join. That's a wrap. Share your love with a five-star review and get show notes at healthbootcamps.com. Connect with us on Health Bootcamps Facebook and Twitter. Also, don't forget to check out other great interviews and subscribe to the Get Healthier podcast today.